Hey, what is going on? It's DK back at you with another video here to talk some week five NFL player props. We're going over player props on prize picks and underdog. If it's your first time watching, my name is DK. And again, I make content for uh, NBA, NFL, daily fantasy sports, as well as player prop sites like prize picks, underdog and parlay play. If you guys are not on parlay play, you can use the link down below for a $100 deposit match bonus. Uh, my advice is get on as many of those sites as possible, and then you can search for the best value. And if you guys are looking for more content, uh, player prop stuff, or for DFS, you can check my Patreon linked down below. So let's recap everything here from the last couple of days. So um, player prop stuff from Thursday Night Football, we went one and one with uh, the Kyron Williams under, uh, that was the third uh, prop that I gave in that video. We had to wait for Sunday for that one. But those were taco pairs. I had Sam Howell paired with two of the tacos. So that was nice. Came out on, on top there. The Darnell Mooney one, man, that was... Oh. That was one of the more tilting, one of the more tilting things I've ever seen. Also, I had him in daily fantasy sports. Um, just basically every every throw to DJ Moore is perfect. Every throw to Darnell Mooney was an overthrow. Uh, Mooney got targeted a ton and finished with zero catches. So, yeah, that was. Uh, don't really want to talk about that anymore. Very very frustrating. Now, uh, you guys know that I cover uh, preseason as well. And we absolutely dominated the first uh, day of uh, NBA preseason. And the preseason has treated me extremely well. You can go check out my picket, publicly tracked. Uh, go back and look at the NFL preseason. We killed it there. Uh, last year, October, we dominated the NBA preseason. And uh, yeah, we killed it for day one. Almost won uh, another $1.1,000. But Jaden McDaniels hooked me in his rebounds. We went 5-1, and one, all unders. Um, yeah, basically a lot of these props were set as if guys were going to play a majority of the game. And I knew, you know, most of them were playing at a half at, at best, maybe, you know, one shift in the third quarter. That's kind of what we saw. Uh, the Dallas starters only played a half. The Minnesota starters played one small shift in the third quarter. And, uh, yeah, so it was a very, very profitable first day of the NBA preseason. Now, as far as for making content on YouTube goes for, for preseason, it's just, it's not viable because these plays get bumped like, within a minute whenever I post preseason stuff. Uh, underdog, uh, prize picks, that they must be in my Discord, right? You remember that was a thing back in the day? No, but seriously, uh, all my preseason stuff gets bumped instantly, so it's like I can't really make content for it. But I will say, again, it is the biggest edge by far. There's no books really that offer like preseason lines. So it's kind of the you have to, you have to know ball type thing, right? As they say on, uh, on, on social media. But uh, yeah, so... Great, great day of NBA preseason, super profitable. And uh, yeah, we got more preseason games on Saturday. I'll be posting a lot of stuff over there on Patreon. And uh, yeah, so that's the recap of everything, guys. Hope you had a good uh, day yesterday. And uh, let's talk about these week five props. So uh, we'll be talking about, oh, again, both price picks and underdog. Uh, some plays are on both. So first one we'll be looking to is going to be a receptions prop. We're going to be looking at DeAndre Swift. And he's currently right now at uh, two and a half receptions. We're going to take less than two and a half receptions here for DeAndre Swift. So this is available right now on both prize picks and underdog. Um, so let's go over to Odds Jam Sportsbook screen. Right now I have player receptions up and we can take a look at DeAndre Swift. So if you guys are not familiar with this screen, uh, basically it's showing you all the different books uh, for DeAndre Swift and uh, his receptions and the average odds here. So average odds and his uh, two and a half receptions is about minus 140. Again, Juice is heavily on the under in all these books. Minus 148, minus 134, minus 148, right? So 
Juice is heavily, heavily on the under for DeAndre Swift. And if you take a look at last game, well, number one, there's a couple things with Philadelphia. They said they're going to ride the hot hand at the running back position. And last week, we saw Swift play 45 of the 71 snaps. Kenneth Gainwell played 27 of the 71. So uh, Swift did outsnap Gainwell. But Gainwell, if he plays well, like they can limit the snaps on DeAndre Swift. So also Gainwell ran uh, almost as many routes as Swift while playing about half as many snaps. So Gainwell looks like the preferred uh, guy that they're going to look to in the passing game. So we're going to take less than two and a half receptions for DeAndre Swift as pick number one available on both prize picks and underdog. Like I said, Juice is heavily on the under here for DeAndre Swift. Also, uh, the, the, Ram, or the uh, Rams, the Eagles are favored here. So you think they're, when the Eagles play from ahead too, they, uh, I mean, we saw that in that game in the fourth quarter against the Bucs. They just grounded and pounded the football and like basically just ate away the whole clock in the fourth quarter. So if they do play from ahead, uh, if they're up by a couple touchdowns, I think they're going to lean on the ground game even more. So another reason why I do like the under. And if you guys are also interested in signing up for Odds Jam, you can use the link down below or the code DKDFS for 25% off your first month. They do have a fantasy optimizer for sites like PrizePix, Underdog, Parlay, Play. So um, yeah, a lot of different tools here. Again, if you guys are interested, check it out. Link down below. Okay, so that's the first pick. Let's go over to pick number two. We're going to be giving up five picks in this one. So this one is going to be kind of a buy low opportunity, in my opinion. We're going to look at Calvin Ridley and his uh, receiving yards. And uh, this is the early game. This is the game uh, overseas. Uh, Ridley currently at 53 and a half receiving yards. And we're going to take more than 53 and a half receiving yards here for Calvin Ridley. So the last five bros, not going to like this, right? Because the last three games he has gone under. But I think you got to dive a little bit deeper with Ridley. So he played all but one of the, or he ran all but one of the routes last week for Jacksonville. So he's basically out there for 100% of the routes this is a game where the Jags are pretty big underdogs. So they should have to lean on the passing game even more. And uh, sounds like Jacksonville will be getting Zay Jones back, which I actually, I actually think will help Ridley uh, kind of open up some more deep balls for him. And he's getting targeted a ton, too. Well, Kevin Ridley is getting peppered with targets. Uh, he has had a few drops. I don't think that's going to continue for a receiver of his caliber. So for all those reasons, again, should be good game script. Uh, basically running all the routes and... Um, yeah, I think this is this is kind of uh, a nice bylaw opportunity. He's getting targeted a ton. Uh, we're going to take more than 53.5 receiving yards for Calvin Ridley as pick number two. Now, if you look at underdog, I believe this is at 54.5. So I would only take this on prize picks if, you're, if you can. Um, yeah, it's at 54.5. And most books have it like 54.5, 55.5. So we're getting a little bit of value here on prize picks. I would prefer this play, obviously, on prize picks uh, to underdog. And like I said, this is this is what you should be doing, right? When you're placing your player prop stuff, take a look at all these DFS uh, books. Take a look at the sports books. Like when I took, I gave it a free play yesterday. Um, Antonio Gibson uh, over two and a half receptions, which hit. We took that. The best odds were on Fanduel, uh, which was plus one thirty two. So even when I'm taking straight bets, again, I use this uh, sports book screen to search for the best value. Which book is offering the best value? And that's what you should be doing for DFS sites as well. So we're again, again, take more than 53 and a half receiving yards for Calvin Ridley as pick number two. Third one to be looking to is going to be on an underdog only one. And that's going to be Alexander Madison and his rushing yards. They have it at 55 and a half on underdog and prize picks. I believe they still have it at 53 and a half. Yeah, 53 and a half. So we're going to take less than 55 and a half rushing yards for Alexander Madison. So here's the reasons, right? Minnesota last week before, um, 
before the game started, they said they're going to kind of ride the hot hand, which was which made me feel really uneasy because I had Madison Overs about him and, and Acres. Now Madison did outsnap Acres, but that does worry me. Number one, of I think of Madison's struggles or if he fumbles like he did uh, early in the season, right? Madison just could not hang on to the ball. I think they could very easily bench him and go to Cam Akers. Now that they have someone that actually, uh, you know, is a reliable backup, right? So there's that risk. And then number two, Minnesota, pretty big underdogs here against Kansas City. I think they're going to have to lean on the passing game more um, than being able to run the ball uh, up the middle. So a few reasons why I like the under. Uh, Again, you are getting nice value here on underdogs as opposed to prize picks. If you are taking the underdog, two rushing yards. So we're going to take less than 55 and a half uh, rushing yards for Alexander Madison as the third pick. Again, I prefer this one on underdog to prize picks. Fourth player we're going to look to is going to be both is, is going to be on uh, both prize picks and underdog. And this is another early game. And again, this is you can you know run this for, for correlation kind of with uh, Calvin Ridley. We're going to be looking to Trevor Lawrence and his pass completions at 23 and a half. And we're going to take more than 23 and a half pass completions for Trevor Lawrence. A few reasons why I like this one. Um, number one, again, the Jags are, are pretty big dogs here against the Bills. But the Bills, they kind of you know, play at a pretty fast pace. So I think this, is, this could be a high-scoring game. And um, if the Bills are putting up a lot of points, which I think they, they will, I believe the game, uh, the over-under is like 48 in this game. So there's projected to be a lot of points scored in this game. I think the Jags, again, are going to have to lean on the passing game with Trevor Lawrence. So, um, again, this game against Kansas City, that was kind of a weird one, a really slow, ugly game. The game against Houston, he went over. The game against Atlanta, again, Atlanta really slows down the pace. But this is a game I think will be played at a very fast pace uh, as just the way that the Bills play. And I think, the, like I said, the Jags will be playing from behind. They're going to have to lean on Trevor Lawrence and his arm a bit more. So I think this game could be a sneaky shootout for sure. And we're going to take, again, more than 23 and a half pass completions for Trevor Lawrence. Again, that is available on both prize picks and underdog. And the final one we're going to be looking to is uh, Jonathan Mingo and his receiving yards. So this one, here, let's, let's, let's dive into why I like this one. I think the more casual player is not going to like this prop. They're going to look at, oh, you know, why are we taking Mingo over his receiving yards? Well, let's kind of... Let's dive deeper into Jonathan Mingo, right? So let's take a look at Mingo here for Carolina. So game one, he had five targets. Game two, he had eight targets. Game three, he got injured relatively early and still had six targets in that game. Did not play week four. He's available here for week five. We take a look at Carolina and let's look at week one. How many snaps did Jonathan Mingo run? Or how many snaps did he play? Snaps did he run? How many snaps did he play? Well, he played 67 of the 77 uh, snaps and ran 43 of the 46 routes. Week one for Mingo. Week two, 60, uh, there were 60 snaps total. Jonathan Mingo played 59 of the 60, and he ran 41 of the 42 routes. And then, as I said, in week three, he got injured midway through the game. He only played 26 of the 79 snaps in that game against Seattle, and he still had six targets. So basically, when he is fully healthy, he's playing almost the entire game. He's getting targeted a ton. This game against the Lions, uh, you know, I think Carolina can put up some points, but they should be trailing. 
right? The, the Carolina Panthers are not a good team, so they should be playing from behind here. If you give me a wide receiver that's going to play basically the entire game and average this amount of targets, uh, I think we have a really good shot to hit this. So we're going to take more than 23 and a half receiving yards here for Jonathan Mingo. On underdog, I believe they have it at 24 and a half. A lot of books have it at like 24 and a half, 25. Yeah, 24 and a half receiving yards for Mingo. But I like uh, this play better on prize picks. We're going to take more than 23 and a half receiving yards for Jonathan Mingo. All right, so those are the five picks for week five, guys. If you guys do enjoy this video, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Hopefully this helps. Again, I'm trying to educate you guys as well. Not only give picks, but also uh, reasons why and show you guys, you know, research process and, you know, searching for that value. That's what you should be doing uh, if you want to be a profitable uh, player when, when you're taking player pops. So thanks again, guys. Again, good luck in week five, and we'll see you all in the next video.